Is it lighting? Lobo gao wo jiao lobo te. This week we are reading How Loki Put the Gods in Danger from the Children of Odin, edited by Padraig Colum. In this episode, we will really get a good example of why Loki is called a trickster character. Loki is Thor's brother, but he just as often tries to get Thor killed as he does try to help Thor. And he is this way with all the gods. He cannot be trusted, he can sneak out of just about any problem, and also he is a shapeshifter. He can change his appearance at will. So he can pretend to be an animal or a different god or one of the giants, and you'll never notice. It is said that as the world ends and the gods fight their final battle, Loki will betray the gods and fight against them to destroy the cosmos. But the ladies sure love Tom Hiddleston. Now, here is How Loki Put the Gods in Danger, edited by Padraic Colum. In Asgard there was a garden, and in that garden there grew a tree, and on that tree there grew shining apples. Thou knowest, O oh well-loved one, that every day that passes makes us older and brings us to that day when we will be bent and feeble, gray-headed and weak-eyed. But those shining apples that grew in Asgard, they who ate of them every day, grew never a day older, for the eating of the apples kept old age away. Iduna, the goddess, tended the tree on which the shining apples grew. None would grow on the tree unless she was there to tend it. No one but Iduna might pluck the shining apples. Each morning she plucked them and left them in her basket, and every day the gods and goddesses came to her garden that they might eat the shining apples, and so stay forever young. Iduna never went from her garden. All day and every day she stayed in the garden or in her golden house beside it. And all day and every day she listened to Bragi, her husband, tell a story that never had an end. Ah, but a time came when Iduna and her apples were lost to Asgard, and the gods and the goddesses felt old age upon them. How all that happened shall be told thee, O oh, well beloved. Odin, the father of the gods, often went into the land of men to watch over their doings. Once he took Loki with him, Loki, the doer of good and the doer of evil. For a long time they went traveling through the world of men. At last they came near Jotunheim, the realm of the giants. It was a bleak and empty region. There were no growing things there, not even trees with berries. There were no birds, there were no animals, as Odin, the father of the gods, and Loki, the doer of good and the doer of evil, went through this region. Hunger came upon them, but in all the land around they saw nothing that they could eat. Loki, running here and running there, came at last upon a herd of wild cattle. Creeping up on them, he caught hold of a young bull and killed him. Then he cut up the flesh into strips of meat. He lighted a fire and put the meat on spits to roast. While the meat was being cooked, Odin, the father of the gods, a little way off, sat thinking on the things he had seen in the world of men. Loki made himself busy, putting more and more logs on the fire. At last he came to Odin, and the father of the gods came and sat down near the fire to eat the meal. 
But when the meat was taken off the cooking spits and when Odin went to cut it, he found that it was still raw. He smiled at Loki for thinking the meat was cooked, and Loki, troubled that he had made a mistake, put the meat back and put more logs upon the fire. Again, Loki took the meat off the cooking spits and called Odin to the meal. Odin, when he took the meat that Loki brought him, found that it was as raw as if it had never been put upon the fire. Is this a trick of yours, Loki? he said. Loki was so angry at the meat being uncooked that Odin saw he was playing no tricks. In his hunger, he raged at the meat, and he raged at the fire. Again, he put the meat on the cooking spits and put more logs on the fire. Every hour, he would take up the meat, sure that now it was cooked. And every time he took it off, Odin would find that the meat was as raw as the first time they took it off the fire. Now, Odin knew that the meat must be under some enchantment by the giants. He stood up and went on his way, hungry but strong. Loki, however, would not leave the meat that he had put back on the fire. He would make it be cooked, he declared, and he would not leave that place hungry. The dawn came, and he took up the meat again. As he was lifting it off the fire, he heard a whir of wings above his head. Looking up, he saw a mighty eagle, the largest eagle that ever appeared in the sky. The eagle circled round and round and came above Loki's head. Canst thou not cook thy food? The eagle screamed to him. I cannot cook it, said Loki. I will cook it for thee if thou wilt give me a share, screamed the eagle. Come then, come then and cook it for me, said Loki. The eagle circled round until he was above the fire. Then flapping his great wings over it, he made the fire blaze and blaze. A heat that Loki had never felt before came from the burning logs. In a minute, he drew the meat from the spits and found it was well cooked. My share, my share, give me my share, the eagle screamed at him. He flew down and seizing on a large piece of meat, instantly devoured it. He seized on another piece, piece after piece. He devoured until it looked as if Loki would be left with no meat for his meal. As the eagle seized on the last piece, Loki became angry indeed. Taking up the spit on which the meat had been cooked, he struck at the eagle. There was a clang as if he had struck some metal. The wood of the spit did not come away. It stuck to the breast of the eagle. But Loki did not let go his hold on the spit. Suddenly the eagle rose up in the air. Loki, who was held to the spit that was fastened onto the eagle's breast, was drawn up with him. Before he knew what had happened, Loki was miles and miles up in the air, and the eagle was flying with him toward Jotunheim, the realm of the giants. And the eagle was screaming out, Loki, friend, Loki, I have thee at last. It was thou who didst cheat my brother of his reward for building the wall round Asgard. But Loki, I have thee at last. Know that Thiasi, the giant, has captured thee. Oh, Loki most cunning of dwellers in Asgard. Thus the eagle screamed as he went flying with Loki toward Jotunheim. That's it for today. Come back for next episode, How Loki Put the Gods in Danger, Part 2. Want more Lobolgal? Follow on Spotify, review on Quizlet, and email me at robertsenglishpodcast at gmail.com.